0: expressed on this program are not necessarily those of WPJF's board, staff, or underwriters. Community presentation made by the Disability Rights Center of the Virgin Islands. We have the, the unique opportunity to reach out and give information on disability issues within the Virgin Islands that cover the whole disability area from soup to nuts, and especially for the Virgin Islands, information on programs that affect all the individuals within the Virgin Islands. And this morning, we're gonna cover the issues surrounding social security, disability, and a program called Ticket to Work. So with us this morning, it's Magaly De Jesus, and you wanna state your organization?
1: Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you for the opportunity um, to tune in and listen to um, the program to the Ticket to Work program, my, my name is Magali De Jesus, like Mr. Jennings said, and uh, the organization that I work for is called AMSI, Inc., which is um, an acronym for, uh, in Spanish, Alianza Municipal de Servicios Integrados, and in English, that is the Municipal Alliance of Integral Services, and we are in a, an employment network under the uh, Ticket to Work program in Puerto Station in Puerto Rico.
0: And also with us is an advocate for uh, Disability Rights Center, Shami Khan. Give a shout out, Shami, what's up?
2: Good morning, good day, everyone. Glad to be here. One of my favorite topics to talk about and I'm glad to be here with Magalie as well.
0: Great, great. Just a short background, the Disability Rights Center covers issues related to persons with disability, mental, physical, and we try to give a range of services ranging from information referral, through coaching, through uh, collaboration with organizations, as well as direct legal representation in selected cases. This topic is uh, today really is a issue that grew out of the civil rights movement and the labor movement. And after 1900 in the United States, uh, can you imagine working for an employer getting injured on the job and losing the job and have no further income and no ability to work. So out of the passage of the Social Security Act in the 1930s, as well as labor movement uh, adjustments, there was the creation under the Social Security uh, Act for Social Security Disability. Part of that uh, act was in place on a federal level on the local level, you would have workers' compensation programs that covers every state and territory. But with Social Security Disability being a federal program, it usually took much longer for persons to become certified and receive funds under the Social Security program, under Social Security Disability. So with that program grew the issue of work persons who got social security disability, being able to work and receive social security at the same time. And is any other, uh, Shami, just to pitch in, is there any other avenues that you saw how social security disability plays within a community, especially in the Virgin Island?
2: Well, in terms of SSDI, again, social security disability insurance, one of the things that Magalie and I talk a lot about is kind of the cultural aspect of it. Sometimes we don't think about culture and social security, but it's either one, they don't want to be labeled and and then get into, you know, getting SSDI. There's the, the kind of the front of it. But the back of it, especially with Ticket to Work, is that the fear of losing their benefits. And so that's not maybe just a Caribbean thing. There are people in the States who also, as Magalie would say, hold on to dear life for these benefits. But I sometimes think that sometimes plays out a lot more in the community is, you know, I just rely on this so much and the awareness. And there's so many um, myths out there about, you know, joining a ticket to work. So it's a great opportunity to kind of debunk some of those as well.
0: Yeah. And Magalie, um, as far as I can remember, this part of the social security program came in around the year 2000 because I can remember getting trained um, two times at a national center, and it sounded like an accounting nightmare to me, but uh, again, (laughs) I was an attorney. I didn't go to to accounting school. So, but so explain what your position is and what role you play within the Social Security Disability and Ticket to Work program. um, We,
2: um,
1: OMSI is an employment network. Um, in the ticket to work program, there are different um, components or different agencies that work together to provide the beneficiaries all the services they need in order to be successful in their in their occupational goals. And as a network, what we do is we help them out with with everything that has to do with a resume, interview techniques. we, we, um, we help them out with um, applications, With job leads, we follow up on them once they are placed in jobs. And um, what we do is encourage them to to give themselves an opportunity to actually go back to the workforce and see if they are able, even though they have this this condition or or this um, this disability, to give themselves an opportunity to see if they can go back to work. So our position is to help them. It's like guide them, guide them in this in this opportunity, um, in this path of becoming self-sufficient eventually, because most of them feel that once they have the, the benefits, that they cannot work, that they cannot go back to work. And then uh, a lot of them end up depressed because they're not being productive. They're not in their house. They're not doing anything. Um, inflation keeps going up. The money they receive from the benefits is not enough, so they feel like they now I'm stuck. I'm afraid to lose my benefit. I have my condition; it's getting worse. And what I do now about income? So this program, the Ticket to Work program, gives them the opportunity to um to give the to to see if they can go back to work to give them the opportunity to make additional income. And and they don't have to worry about losing their benefits, like instantly, immediately, because it's going to be a, a process, right? For and, until they feel that they can be self-sufficient, or if they decide that they don't, this is not what they thought it was. Well, they gave themselves the opportunity, and they're going to continue to receive their benefits and and not worry about being penalized or anything like
0: that. Is that called the test work period or the work test period?
1: Absolutely, this. The, the Ticket to Work program has three stages, and the first stage is the is the trial work period. Um, Social Security Administration give uh, the beneficiaries five years, so they could try out nine months of of substantial work. So what what that what happens during that first stage is that they are they have the opportunity to to try out with was called the trial work period to try out different job offers to see what they can do now from this moment forward and they could make as much income as they as they can they could work as many hours as they can they could explore different different um fields um, because they do have a disability and they're going to continue. But, uh, Social Security guarantees that they're going to continue to receive their benefits during this this um, trial work period. And, and it's a great opportunity to get your feet wet, to see what is it that you can do from this moment forward because I do have a, a disability. Maybe I cannot do what I used to do, but maybe I could try something new. I could get new skills. I could get um 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 explore a new field, and and see if I could start making an income from this moment forth. So eventually, I can become self-sufficient.
0: Then, what's your next stage that the uh, employee goes through?
2: So
1: once the, that second, that first stage is over. One of the things that we do as an employment agency, we, um, an employment network, what we do is we ask them the question, do they want to continue to work or do they want to, or are they, they want to just stay on their benefits. If they decide that they want to continue to work. So the second stage is the extended period of eligibility. Which is three years uh, or 36 consecutive months, and in this stage um, um, comes into play what what the Ticket to Work program call calls SGA. SGA is substantial gainful activity, and that has an economic marker that this year until the 30, uh, until December 31st, is 1,470 dollars a monthly. And what that economic uh, marker means is that if a beneficiary is working and he's making more than one thousand four hundred and seventy dollars a month, they could sustain themselves without the the, the support of the of the Social Security um, disability insurance, and um, they could put their benefits in in suspension, and 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 start becoming self sufficient. But if they cannot, if they make less than that, that amount of money, they could make this additional income and they're going to continue to receive their income, um, their benefit, um, their social security benefit, um, disability insurance. Because what the SGA means is that if it's, if it's $1,470 and above, they could sustain themselves. But if it's below, they cannot sustain themselves. So here we see that they're they um they're not going to lose their benefits immediately or they're not going to be penalized immediately this is this is an information that they can consider and see if they if they're going to continue to work full-time or they're going to con- they're going to work on um, part-time and and they'll tr- and they'll put try it out because the social security um um um, administration doesn't take your benefits away immediately. They give you five years to complete nine months, and then they give you an additional three years. That is the SDA to for you to continue to um become self-sufficient and, and stand on your feet without the the, benefit, the the benefits.
0: Well, tell me, do they take into consideration the cost of living? Because allen's is very high cost of living in regard to everything rent, food, uh, gasoline. Uh, yes. So is that considered in the formula at all?
1: Yeah, the STA, it, it, it does consider the cost of life. That's why every year, this amount of money changes. Um, last year in 2022, it was 1,350. And when we came into 2023, it went up to 1,470. And next year, starting January um the first of January is going to be $1,550 a month. So um, Social Security does consider the cost of life uh, of life. But that's why they give them the difference, the different stages. Because some of them, even though they are working, they, they they don't make more than that amount of money. So they're gonna continue to receive their benefits if they don't they don't make that amount of money.
0: Monthly. Well, well, two things I wanted to address. One is that during the period of time that Social Security picked up this program or after was the American with Disabilities Act uh, gives the employee an opportunity to get reasonable accommodations on their jobs in order to maintain a job. And I'd like for Shammy to, um, to chime in on that aspect um, and what other resources are available as to assist an employee to go back to work?
2: Mm -hmm. So in terms of the Americans with Disabilities Act, and like you said, 1990, it's interesting because almost 10 years later was the Ticket to Work program. So it kind of wasn't quite hand in hand, but it was a great opportunity now, not only to have an economic path to work, but then be protected with the civil rights. So one of the biggest things, particularly with return to work, you know, if you're someone on benefits, you want to return to work, and as Magali said, maybe you want you need to switch careers. If that's the case, the ticket program might work, but they may first have to go to a vocational rehab. If they need to do that, they can always go back to, to a program like Magali because if you are returning to work with a different disability, disability or compounded disability, more than likely you're going to have to do your job a little bit differently. And that can include all different forms of reasonable accommodation. We could do a whole show just on different types of reasonable accommodation. But the point is that that, that is a right that they have. But it's also a responsibility because as you uh, return to work, you have to be able to provide documentation of disability to your employer to be able to then leverage the reasonable accommodation. So it's, it's a right and a responsibility. The ticket program is great because it can support you as you navigate this. And if Magali's program or any ticket program, some have people who have ADA backgrounds and some don't, and the ones that don't partner with people like us. And so we're able to you know, help a client in a holistic fashion, whether it's the ticket to work program or, or civil rights with ADA.
0: And what assistance um, the employment network pitch in uh, around this uh, area? So what the
1: employment the employment network what how we um assist is everything that has to do with the beneficiary's um occupational goals So different different agencies are responsible for different supports so the way we support the beneficiary we start by interviewing them and when we interview them what we want to what we want to point out is what are your skills what are your experiences um what is the disability that you have right now? What are you able to do from this moment forth? And we we help them with their resume, we help them with interview techniques, we also assist them identifying um, job offers that they can do from this moment forward. And then we we also um support them once they are placed with the different stages like we were just talking about. When with the trial work period, we let them know that how much, how they're that they have nine months to you know generate as much income as they want, and they're gonna continue to receive their um their benefits. That what's gonna happen in the second stage for them. So this is how we the way we support them is by giving them the information that they need in order for they can make informed decisions because. The one who makes the decision on how they're going to move forward is going to be the beneficiaries. What we do is we support them. We're there by their side, giving them the information that they need in order for they could um, continue down this path.
0: Okay, so your employment network is one team member. Shami from Disability Rights, you formed, also inform the employee of their rights Mm-hmm. and v- vr also has what do they have to offer an employee mm-hmm. during this period
1: um that what, what vr supposed to um offer is um training and equipment assistive assistive equipment if they need a cane if they need eyeglasses if they need um ear um or for the um, for the hearing ears, yeah, a hearing aid, if they if they need a magnifier, if they need any kind of of um computer applications that assist them for working, that's that's VR's responsibility. To so train them if they need any kind of training, But so they the ones that do the training, and to also provide funds for for any assistive equipment in order for the beneficiary to actually um perform whatever task. They need to perform in their in the in their job in their job places, and also the the planners the the whippers they they also there to assist them also because um, beneficiaries need to know that once they start working they if all those streams of incomes that they have available to them in this moment is gonna be affected one way or another. So this they the first step for them to do is to sit with a whipper but they could see how their, 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 their incomes or their other or or the assistance that they have, economic assistance are going to be affected. And once they understand that, once they start working, there's gonna be different streams of income that they're receiving right now is gonna be affected. Then they are gonna be ready to be referred to an employment network and if or to, or to a VR. Because if they need training, like Shami said, we are supposed to train them and then refer them to us, but we couldn't then help them play, be placed in jobs. I
0: what's don't know if Shami
1: st- I mean, wants to say anything.
0: Yeah, I uh, was wondering what's the status of whippers in the Virgin Islands.
1: With the whippas in Virgin yeah. Islands, well, mm-hmm. there is um, they still um, from they cannot receive assistance from um Puerto Rico from Puerto Rico with the whippas here. Because the, the there are very few whippers, and one of the way the way they can get in contact with a whipper is through the the ticket to work helpline. And that we have that number. If anybody wants to, you know, um, receive the the Whippa services, they could contact the ticket to work helpline. You want me to give that number? Sure. Or? Yeah, that is
0: help- okay. Always yeah. helpful.
1: Okay, that the 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 ticket to work helpline. To get to get in contact with a whipper is 1-866-968-7842. I'm repeat that. 1-866-968-7842. And what the beneficiary does, he that they call this helpline. They're going to fill out like a, a profile and then they're going to be referred to one of the whippers. And the Virgin Islands are going to be referred to one of the whippers that are stationed here in Puerto Rico where they could receive that service.
0: And how about your services? You want to give out your contact information?
1: Sure. Our telephone number is 787-744-5329. And my extension my direct um extension is asterisk three
0: And nine I'm oh, ahead
1: sorry no. we also have a new um Virgin Islands um line which is three four zero two zero three twenty six seventy six. 2676 that's our new telephone number three. 3- 340-203-2676. You can in contact with us there for Monday through Friday from 830 to five.
0: One of the other team members I, I thought was also available and should be in the Virgin Islands, the occupational therapist or occupational uh, practitioner, which could help a person match their disability with available jobs. Is that still something available here? Uh, First, I'll toss it out to Shaman as to what her information is.
2: Yeah, I mean, when we think of employment services uh, with a heavy vocational kind of um, either aptitude or different types of assessment, we tend to think mostly of vocational rehab and whether that's the one that we were talking about or if you're a veteran and you're going through there, Um, the VA system, they also have vocational rehab counselors. So those are the ones who are really getting very knee deep in terms of what are the essential functions of a job? Would you need accommodations? You know, those types of things that not necessarily like Magalie would do a ticket to work. It's not something we would do as an ADA advocate, but that kind of that level of assessment, they also have similar to what Magalie was talking about with trial work, They do also have trial work. So if you have someone who has never worked before or acquired a disability, those types of vocational specialists, uh, they should be working with them first so they can figure out really knee deep what's going to be the best way that they can work.
0: And um, just on the DVR side, DCVR side, what do we have on our website that would help someone uh, get a listing of the services?
2: Sure. So if you go to drcvi.org, under our resources and general resources, there is a litany of different um, documents there. All of them very helpful. Specifically for today's topic, we have two of them that I want to mention. One is that we have an employment and disability directory, and certainly Magalie's in that as well, her program. We also have on there for folks who are looking to explore careers or not sure where to start with a career, we have a brochure called ONET. And ONET is a career exploration site funded by U.S. Department of Labor that we use quite a bit, whether it's young people or adults, to explore careers. And then also our brochure has it in the context of disability. So it's really a very specific. And that's on our website. It's also in Spanish.
0: And what do we have to link up Um employee with job accommodations? Uh, is that on our website or we just have to give out the inf- information for Job Accommodation Network?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, in terms of the resource directory, we do have them in there. Um, also, the Northeast ADA Center out of Cornell University, they're also ADA experts. And so um, those are specific links in terms of, I believe, going to the website, but that is something we could certainly add. But it is in our uh, employment and uh, directory.
0: As far as the services to be provided, are there trainings going on with regard, first um, through Magali, then Shami, that we can let the public know at the present time?
1: Well, right now, since we don't really, um, as an employment network, we don't really do um, trainings like that. What we usually do is, orientations. We orientate um a beneficiary about the ticket to work program and what we can offer them as an employment network. And um if they need any kind of training, what we do is re- refer them to to vocational re- rehabilitation or VR. That's what that's where all the training goes on. So we we um sometimes we join with 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 Right with DCR with Shami Carr, to when she does her trainings, so we could um um have the opportunity to give um beneficiaries the the orientation of what that they have the ticket to work um program available to them. So right now um we don't have we don't have training, but we do have orientations, and and those, those orientations are ongoing. Every day we orientate. Every day. once they um, they call our offices, um, we are available for them. For they, we could give them the orientation they need, and if they want to assign their tickets to our employment network, then that could be done in by phone or in person. Right now we haven't been traveling to the to the Virgin Islands, but we are going to be starting pretty soon. But they we could do the,
0: the process
1: of assignment um, by phone.
0: Okay, once again, let's give out DRCVI's number. Um, It's gonna be 772-1200. Shami, thank you for pointing out what's on the website. And Magali, thank you for all the information that you've given regarding um, Ticket to Work. And remember, this is an actual ticket a person may receive Um, when they get social security disability. So again, thank you. That's it for Ability Radio. So remember, be kind, you benevolent beings out there to each other, and let's do our best for each other. Take care. Thank you. You too. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily those of WTJX, its board, staff, or underwriters.